<laughs> Welcome to Foodcast. I'm your host, Rick. And today we have here Dermot Jewell. Welcome to Foodcast. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Dermot, tell us a little bit, uh, like, how, where come from your love of, uh, for art? I, when I was a really, really small, really young kid, I was mad into art, uh, drawing in particular. Um, I'm not really sure where the love of it came from, to be honest. I presume just being a kid, drawing, colouring, painting, whatever it might have been. And through school, I ended up doing some like little competitions and little things like that. I won a couple of them. You're a kid. It feels great. Doesn't mean very much. Happy days. And um, from there, it kind of just went into a bit of a different, uh, down a different road, I suppose. When I was re when I was younger, you know, in school, trying to figure out what I wanted to do in life, I thought, okay, I want to be an artist. My parents very quickly kind of opened my eyes to the fact that that's very good but maybe try and you know think about other things as well which it is and then in a way then be, I suppose because of just different different things happening through life and kind of different different circumstances coming up and ended up being able to work in different places I really took a massive backseat to be honest with you and it just I, I didn't do anything for years didn't pick up a pencil for years didn't pick up a paintbrush for years um, and then it was only through COVID to be honest uh trying to find something to do with the kids one day like like your uh, as you said you start uh, your passions art but in that moment you start to move your roots uh, professional roots you start with uh, the hospitality industry okay. right yeah yeah and how how you got in the hospitality industry it was kind of just uh, because you need to find something else to actually make money or uh, how that happened Uh, I was 16 and I started to work in a restaurant at the weekends purely just to make some extra money. That was that was really it. You know, my, my parents would have done the same when they were younger. So I was a strong work ethic and that kind of sense built up and it was just the kind of sensible thing to do was to go get, go, get a, go get a job and make some money and be able to go do things myself. And with that then, ultimately I kind of did, did, did that at the weekends working in a restaurant, front of house in a restaurant um, for a couple of years and then... In a, in a really roundabout way, to be honest with you, that was very much it. It was just to make some, some extra cash at the weekends. And then I ended up going to, um, did the even cert, I ended up going to UCD to study science, which I didn't really want to do. Um, and I lasted three months-ish before I withdrew or dropped out. And somehow built up the courage to go back to, back to, to go home to my mum and dad and explain to them that I was dropping out of college. Um, which you can imagine was probably a bit of a shock. But I had a great plan and I was going to go work in different industries and get jobs in different fields so I could understand what I liked and what I wanted to do. And I think the next conversation that we had was that I was going to be, um, I, was, I had taken a position as a kitchen porter in a nursing home. And that was the first side of it. And it's not glamorous by any stretch. Jesus Christ, one of the fucking hardest jobs I've probably ever had. But in a weird way, the chef who was there She was just she was she was a brilliant woman and she had her and one other commie chef I suppose and me and she was training the other girl up and then there was situations where she wasn't there one day and then I ended up kind of being pulled in oh can you do this can you help me with this I did and honestly in a weird way I I, I absolutely fell in love with it and I went to DIT at the time to um to to study culinary entrepreneurship 
and genuinely from that being in that pool of people who kind of recognize there's an interest there and a passion there for certain things to do with hospitality and, and food and service and whatnot everything just went from there and it was incredible to be honest what happened at that point because you meet a couple of people and you say you know god i need to find a job and they're like oh these guys are looking i heard these guys are looking you know send your cv to them and i did and then little things happen then and you end up going and starting somewhere that was that that's basically how the ball got rolling you know college was a massive and you had a very successful uh like career in the hospitality you know you went to work for in the fat duck mm -hmm. right and then you grew a lot i i understand like you get carry on because the things start to happen when you my opinion if you're a creative person and you have a good um, vision of what's going on around mm. you grow yep. like when you start to realize the creativity you you couldn't put there and then you start to have that barrier did you feel in any moment like you start being suppressed your creativity or your talents in in that field when you realize that not in a weird way not at all actually it was the opposite because I, probably only now given you know i've i've i've, I've a couple of small a couple of young kids we're seven and five yes I've, i've i've worked in hospitality and i've worked in great places and i've worked in mission star restaurants and i've lived in london and done that whole thing but at the time i probably knew there was kind of some element of creativity within it and it was a very creativity driven industry yeah at a certain level there's i mean there's, there's a certain level of it where it's not just it's it's not just bums on seats and and you know pay five quid for a burger and get them out again and get someone back in there's a there's a real delicate thought out process to delivering something obviously in terms of food and a, and a business sense has to yeah. make sense but there's a real creativity behind it because you have to constantly keep thinking on your feet i mean you know this better than I do. oh yes yes chef. i mean you can't just serve the same shit every day like you have you have to <laughs> you mean you have to have something that's just elevated to a different level that wants to bring people in to eat it but then from the, from the kind of front of house point of view where i always was was there had to be something else on the same level to to deliver that experience to the guest who was coming in and so i mean yes there was the fat duck was in there i went up to the fat duck after doing a competition in the uk and had a great time over there incredibly hard very very challenging place to work in terms of all the things that are there to learn you talk about creativity i mean Like, uh, when you just... go to high level yes creativity is valued yeah but exactly. uh, when you start to go to the let's say everyday restaurant hmm. they try to restrain you a little no yeah yeah but in a way i was always very lucky i suppose in that i mean when i my, my when i was in college like the first job i got ended up being in lecrevan and it was a it was a it was a it was a just a commie waiter job and i, I ended up going in met some great people very influential people who who kind of taught me an awful lot but also not just kind of taught you how to carry three plates at a time and how yeah to, how to manage a pass of hundreds of people every night whatever else but also how to i suppose they, they were they were they were long in the tooth enough in in their own careers that they understood how to push someone in the right way and, and develop them the right way to get to kind of hone that creativity in them so i mean i always kind of looked at, at, at hospitality especially front of house as being a very uh, artistic 
thing anyway you know there's 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 a way of moving around a room and like if you, you see particular maitre d's doing it like they, they 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 manage a room in a way that there's this it's like a dance around the room people, oh yes people glide and move and there's like there's there's so many little subtleties in restaurants that like get normal guests wouldn't see but for for me and for other people on the floor you get to kind of like talk to each other and go oh you know we could do this to to improve that and it it really is i think really a create a really creative creative thing and, and, and an artistic thing in a way, you know. When was the moment where you start to look and say, you know what, is missing something? I uh, I'm not expressing myself uh, because in some stage you will feel that to actually go back to your roots, actually painting and drawing, and you think was the pandemic because that break make you go back to that, or was just uh, before that you start to feel the need of express yourself in a different way. So whilst obviously hospitality was excellent at yeah. times and it was fantastic and really rewarding, it was also incredibly shit sometimes as well. I mean, oh, yes. I, 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 God, fate obviously in some weird way made me move out of things at the right time and, and, and I'm not in hospitality anymore at all. So whether it be fate or maybe as you, I haven't kind of thought about it in that way, a lack of kind of the ability to be creative is, is, a, is an interesting way of looking at it. So, I mean, to answer the question, yes, a long, there was a, lot, a long time ago, there was, no, there, was no, there was no creative process to what I was doing at that point. It was all very much management. It was GP, it was figures, it was trying to retain staff who were able yeah. to go to different industries and make loads more money and you had to try and make it appealing and rewarding. And there's only, there's, there really is, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I take my hat off to people who are, who are doing it these days and, and retaining everyone and, 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 and creating these, these environments for their staff where they, they, they genuinely want to be there in hospitality. But it, like, it is so hard, I, I think, these days to be able to do that. And I experienced that after being in great places and, and kind of taking a slight change, move more into the management side. And I think with that, to be honest with you, there, there, was, there was less creativity there. There was no... I suppose I wasn't being fed that yeah that that creativity that that creativity or that kind of artistic approach of being able to do it that way, um, and kind of slowly started turning in the opposite direction to try and and and, and kind of took myself out of the situation to think okay, I have to do something else here because I'm not getting what I need ultimately from it. Yes, you have to. You have to. You have to be happy in what you're doing. You have to enjoy what you're doing. Um, so yeah, it, it would have been kind of towards the, the last number of years in, 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 in my hospitality career that there was a there was a lack there. Yeah. There was I wasn't getting that got that kind of push in the in the creative side of things. I kinda of had to take myself out of it, push in a different direction and do something else, which I did. Oh yeah. And that's that's very good. Mm. So you okay. commented was in the pandemic. Uh you uh, commented uh, off camera as you were telling me. Mm. Uh during the pandemic you start to feel the need of drawing and painting with your kids and yep. showing them uh, that was the spark for you yeah to actually say okay that's it i will do this now yep got everything going again to be and honest, you know uh, how was the process how was that change for you when you look and said that's it that's what i'm gonna do well the time that we had was was it was a great thing as well i mean everyone like thankfully we all kind of forget in a way like like the whole like two kilometer boundaries and five kilometer boundaries not been able to go outside <laughs> lines, all these stupid things like but it's, and so having to kind of be in a way forced to right, like sit there and go okay let's draw today or let's do something like this um it, it, was, it was a really good thing being able to just sit down and 
have that spark happen because it was just this resurgence of kind of just it was just this excitement that kind of came over me again I was just like yes excellent I get to do this again I have the time to do it again probably as well which was a massive factor yes you know and there was probably there was a, there was the blessings in disguise within all all that time that we we went through um but yeah like that was that was the spark again you know and it's kind of just rolled from there I'm, I'm i'm very lucky like in in, in life in, in, in what i've been able to do career-wise and and kind of i think drive is a big part of it as well i mean for a long time i wanted to open a restaurant that was all i wanted to do and then like copped on to that but i've been very lucky in what i've been able to do in that sense of things and then you know two beautiful kids great wife and not that it's like a kind of a tick the box thing but it's just like don't have to worry about that there's a lot there's we're, we're in a lovely position in a lovely place in life as a family so there's time to focus kind of focus on other things um and being able to kind of take myself out of the the old kind of side of career and the stress the the horrible hours and all the, the madness that that entailed and have this time to just actually sit and relax and talk to kids and go okay why don't you you know, do it this way. Like, oh, can you draw this soon? Like, no, you can draw it. <laughs> you know how to. Come on, get the pencil and get going. <laughs> and you just get to have that time to just kind of explore it all, you know? And, like, you express your uh, art through drawing and through uh, paintings. Yeah. There's any other way you uh, express your art? Music is probably the, the other. You play as well? Route. Yeah, I play the drums drums oh yeah, nice yeah yeah depends on who you ask but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i played the, i played the drums for years um years and years and years my, my uncle was a was a well he's a professional drummer and my family have always been really 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 musical dad plays guitar has done forever has loads of guitars you know their house up in the attic is my drum kit there's guitars there's a keyboard there's congas bongos tambourines harmonicas <laughs> just, just everything you know, everything you could possibly want to make music with uh so that's been a massive side of things as well and like when you your process uh of creativity as an artist you have a way to 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 reach where you want to go right yeah and just going back a little bit uh, in the food part because you wouldn't understand that part do you think nowadays uh chefs are being artistic or not and in the not not in the, the top level because that you need to be artistic yeah but in the other places do you think people are getting and they are not being let the chance to to grow their artistic let's say part or what do you think about yeah, that probably probably yeah yes. probably is the short answer yeah I mean, yeah don't get me wrong i mean i've been there as well where you have to i mean you're 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 trying to to tether that line of of you know reaching a gp reaching a particular percentage <laughs> every week and and also being able to deliver something that's on a different level yes and like i suppose creativity on the chef's part is is really where that, that yes that comes into it. i mean you have to sit down and think outside the box and go right i have i have this it's the same as i had last week but i have to do something different with it this week and and be able to kind of roll with it and give people something different that they want yeah so i mean Yes, it's probably the straight answer. It's probably, I mean, in my experience, it was always more kind of in a particular restaurant or bar, say, gastro pub, whatever. I mean, there's there's certain things that you have to deliver. I mean, they 
people oh, yeah. people aren't going to go to a gastro pub or a bar and, and, and expect something that's terribly artistic either so there's yeah. a place for each you know there's a time and a place for certain things like that but I mean look at it I don't know if you look at like just a decent restaurant I know take 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 a, de- a decent you know casual fine dining restaurant or a casual restaurant in some way like that. Yeah, there's probably not as much artistic uh, development being instilled. It's more about skills. You know, I don't know. Is that correct? Is it wrong? I don't know. But I mean, you know, a comedy chef needs to learn skills. They need yeah, to be yes. taught how to develop themselves and how to be creative. But they need to have the skill set to be able to do it as well. You know. And then, as you say, I mean, like, yeah, you, you, you look at the, the, the higher aspect of, of the industry then and you're talking about Michelin stars and everything. I mean, that everything changes then. You know, that was a, that's actually a massive influence on me um, in terms of kind of the how how I would approach a painting. Like, there's, a, there's a few different... It's funny, I mean, like, I, I, could, I, I have so many blank canvases at home <laughs> and I just have absolutely no idea what to do with sometimes. And then other times... I will genuinely be listening to a song and I'll, I'll, I'll this, this, this is going to sound so strange, but I'll be listening to a song and I'll see, I'll see a color, uh, whatever it might be. And, and genuinely that's how a lot of the pieces of, I've, I've painted have actually come to light. I mean, I'd be listening to music and something will come into my head and I kind of go, Oh, great. Let's go with that. Take a mental image and kind of let the creative, the, the creative process just kind of roll with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's very interesting what you're saying, because what I see, anyone can cook, anyone can draw anything, you know, they Mm. stick guys, you know, like just, Mm. you know, like this kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. Uh, What I see sometimes people don't understand about creativity, I will ask you because I think I know that answer. Uh, That's what I like in artists. Mm. When I go to museums, I love museums, and what I go, when I go to see any art, done by somebody I want to see in their eyes why they sing that way you know like you go and see uh, Van Gogh and you see that bright colors everything and you know what's going on you know they give him too many pills Mm -hmm. (laughs) to see those things (laughs) and it was amazing but and then there is a story behind yeah Uh, like you comment about the chefs you need to know the basics to get there it's the same to be an artist Mm -hmm. you need to know how to draw it's not because you draw abstract or modern art yeah. means you don't know the basics. Mm-hmm. There are people who go for many years to college to study art, to create their own art. Sure. And people sometimes just think, it's like, as I said before, anyone can draw, anyone can cook. Mm. And they think they're artists. Mm. What makes the difference between, I use the example as a chef, you get a young chef, go there and say, I'm going to make something different here and throw parsley everywhere in the plate and you're in a carving. Sure, and yeah. you look and say, man, <laughs> what, what the fork is that? <laughs> oh, look at my presentation. <laughs> because yeah. how many times I got chefs with experience. Yeah. The last place I, uh, I used to run, I had one of the restaurants. I said, look, we need to do a nice presentation, trying to do a demo. And the sous chef all the time come and get like the balsamic reduction. You know, the ones from mm-hmm. La Rousse or Palace, mm-hmm. the ready-made. Yeah. Get the bottle and just drizzle all over the plate. Yeah, bye-bye flavor. Yeah. Yes. And said, <laughs> Yeah. That's that fine line I was talking about, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like what make the difference between like you work in a fine dining restaurant and it, like has some blumenthal dish versus a sous chef 
or a head chef, doesn't matter because you find those people everywhere that drizzle things on the plate and put the things in a way they perceive as nice. Mm -hmm. uh, for them, that's art. Yeah. But uh, how you you distinguish the art of somebody without the basics mm -hmm. and somebody like Heston Blumenthal or in your field, um, an artist in a way in that way. Well, that's an interesting question, and it's probably open to a lot of interpretation. Yes, well. yes. Because, I mean, I have some friends who are, who are incredible artists and who have gone to NCAD and have gone to London and studied art and have degrees and masters in art and different different areas of art, we'll say, as well. Sculptors then, as well. as Just like some, some fantastic people. But not all of the people then have have done that i haven't done that i haven't studied art i mean i'm very much self-taught in that sense i've studied art in terms of getting everything i possibly can to like reading so many books and kind of looking at different artists and going to galleries wherever i might be around the world if it's in lisbon or london or here or wherever and going into art galleries and looking at things and trying to gain inspiration and kind of understand what they've done but again open to interpretation like there's there's, there's, a, there's a there's an image going around at the minute of a painting that's just being sold for so much money <laughs> and you have to you have to question okay fine someone's willing to pay for it and people have paid for it but is there an artistic ability in it and honestly in my opinion probably not <laughs> but you have hey again interpretation do you know what I mean yes. you have to you have to be open to it and you have because I mean people look people look at my art and we'll, we'll kind of we'll, we'll look at I mean I, I love abstract stuff yeah but there's a sensibility within it that um, I always want to try and provoke some sort of um, thought process of the person that's looking at it um, I take a lot of time when I'm naming the pieces as well sometimes I kind of I will have a name in my, in, in a name for a piece in my head and I will paint it around the name and you can see all these kind of examples on Instagram or wherever and you'll kind of look at it and kind of go, ah, okay, yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like contrast between two sides of the canvas Yeah. based on, on, a, on, a, on a title that the piece has. Um, and um, other, other roots of inspiration that I get from it in terms of music and whatever else. But again, it's just all open to interpretation. So I don't think you can look at one thing and say, oh, okay, you know, Heston did that or you know some random guy did that because you, I, I honestly feel that you could have people's people's interpretations of things these days in particular I find are just sometimes very off kilter and sometimes oh, yeah. incredible but like you could you could have someone walk in look at Heston's thing and go that is absolute shit I would I'm not even going to pay a fiver for that but if the, if someone looks at the other piece that some random individual has done that you know they made for they they've made for five euro. They bought a cheap canvas somewhere and just got some crappy acrylics and just threw it at the canvas. Some people might absolutely love it and go, "Wow, that's incredible! How much do you want for it?" Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I don't know if it's if it's as, if it's as simple or as straightforward as that. I think it's all open to interpretation. The food side of things is different because <sighs> you're paying money for something that people expect yes. something from. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you can go and spend an awful lot of money in the fat duck for 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 lunch and for dinner. Um, you can't really not go there and, sp and not spend money. 
versus going somewhere else and I suppose you, you know what you're going you know what you're expecting when you go somewhere like that I think it would be a balance if you want art like your art mm. uh, is not the guy who will buy a paint in Ikea no because that guy is going to high street is literally going to eat in McDonald's right and so that person if go to fat duck uh, is not the same mm. you need to know what you're getting there exactly you said the person needs to know where they're stepping yep. For me, creativity, what I see is there is a storytelling. Yeah. Always when I go there, I want to see the storytelling from your eyes. Mm -hmm. Why are you saying, I love abstract mm -hmm. art, art because there is a story be, behind. And I understand how you saw that. You know, like you see some paints. I have a friend of mine in Brazil. Uh, he's a painter as well. Yeah. And I swear to God. He got in a, let's say, in, in the taste of the people, yeah. you know, the new rich, let's say. So the, he's yeah, yeah. doing very well. Good for him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if you see, uh, I see his art, he got trapped now because they like a uh, style yeah. he was doing mm -hmm. and he's doing everything now in the same style. Mm. How does he feel about that? Yes. That's something I, I, I was talking to him when before Christmas. And he said, oh, it's very difficult mm. because you do something different and people say, yeah, no, 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 no. It's like a musician. Can you play that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. You know, like that song plays very well 10 years yeah. ago. And then it's very difficult to try to get out of that mm -hmm. box. I agree but, completely, yeah. Yeah, but always you have a thought process behind. Is When you have the storytelling for me, is everything make the difference. When I used to cook five nine and, and run the kitchen, yeah. Every single dish. Ah, we need a menu, quick menu. I said, no, 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 no. I want a, a theme yeah. for that. Mm -hmm. Oh, what? Eat in the woods, whatever. Yeah. Uh, for me, need to have that. Or there's no point. Uh, they come and say, oh, they want a miso soup for a starter. They want a sirloin steak uh, for uh, main course, and they want a, like a lemon tart for dessert. Ah, come on. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's travel around the world. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. There's no connection. There's sure. no. Fluid yeah. through that. Yeah. Do you believe need to have um, storytelling, the art, or can be anything? It can be art. Personally, I think you need to have a story. But again, I suppose I I, I try not to not to I I try not to, to to kind of preoccupy my mind with with that. I mean, I I don't paint with the with the idea that I'm I'm painting it for someone specific unless it's a commission piece and there's kind of mm -hmm. a, there's a very different discussion about that then because the per like the person will will, will just will have a proper conversation about what it is that they saw in a different piece that they really liked and to try to include some of that in it or there might be a specific there might be a, a, a specific palette of colors that they like and it fits properly in a particular on a particular wall or a particular location of the house and stuff like that so like if I, if I can bring it back to like your friend in, in, in as well like getting boxed in like that is just it's such a difficult place to get out of and I mean I've spoken to I've, I've, there's a couple of I won't name any names but there's, there's people in my head who just do one thing and that's absolutely fine they're incredibly good at it I mean it, they're excellent at it they're complete professionals they have every understanding of how to move a brush in a particular direction and make it exactly the same every single time it would take me I, I may never understand how to do it properly but 
they're happy doing that and that's brilliant for them but there's a question I have is like could, could can they do something else could they do something else maybe not and again each to their own I'm delighted for them as long as everything's working but like, I, I've been kind of in that weird place as well recently I mean I, when I, I got a I, I got a random a random contact um, I got contacted randomly by a guy and long story short uh, a gallery bought bought a piece they asked for their for, for my portfolio whatever I had at the time I sent it to them fell in love with the piece long story short that they bought it great and then they lent it to a restaurant and it's now hanging in the restaurant hotel brilliant excellent I'm delighted with that and what happened after that though which I didn't expect was that people just people were talking to me they just wanted that so <laughs> I was like oh fuck what's going on now what have I done but there, I've gotten some great advice from people um, one guy in particular who's just kind of given some advice in, in, in how to move things in a different direction and different people to look at and just try and gain some inspiration from them and try and bring it all together with my own twist if it's at all possible and like you're, I think you're, you're always trying to learn something new regardless of what you're in if it's if it's cookery or if it's if it's if it's managing a restaurant or chains of restaurants or whatever you're always looking for a different angle <clears throat> something new something that people haven't seen before it's very hard I mean you've always got something that I mean, how many times can you re- can you invent the wheel I mean yeah, you, yeah. you know what I mean you're gonna really have to think outside the box on it in these in, in certain respects um I completely forgot what your original question was because <clears throat> I went off on one. But it's just, yeah, I, I try not to kind of think about what I'm doing specifically for something. It, it, again, that inspiration has to come, whether it be from music or something that triggers, you can have an emotional response to something. You may be in a situation and, and in, a, in, a, in an unusual way. An outlet for me is to just be able to, to, to go and paint something or to draw something and have how, that outlet. How are you get yourself into let's say the zone for painting mm. uh, like for me when I used to let's say cook and go to the kitchen to get inspired mm. it's two things if I need to create a menu I need to be hungry okay I would not eat I would make sure I'm hungry and I would talk sorry my language shit mm. I start to say things out of the blue I remember once with my daughter, we went to a pizza place and she wanted dough bowls for a start. Okay. And then we are sitting there because uh, that was the time as well I, I used to do fine dining. Mm-hmm. And I could do phones, all the things, yep. and talking to her. And then I always try to get my kids to have the open mind to what's possible. Mm-hmm. And sometimes not create barriers because that's the problem. When you start to grow up, you start to create barriers. And getting the zone is very difficult because you put so much barriers around you that you can't think wild anymore. Yeah. Long, long story short again, is the, she came and asked for, him, uh, for the waiter, uh, do you have air dough balls? And the straight was straight, quick, uh, the answer, and say, no, we don't do that. That do not exist. And I let the guy go and I look at my daughter and say, yes, we can do that. You know, it's yeah. possible. And I start to think <clears throat> how I could do it. And until today, I, I, I have in my mind how I could do it. Cool. To get the flavor, everything mm. is possible. Mm. You know, like literally you're going to make smoke. Sure, yeah. you, you know what yeah, I mean? You're getting inspiration from somewhere you didn't e- think you were going to get it. Yes. Yeah. So for me to get 
goes like that for you for art for your art how you get your inspiration how you get in your zone to 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 flourish uh, the practical side of things is that I have to be alone uh, I have to have a clean environment I have to have I'm, I'm, I'm this is a curse of like so many years at working in restaurants that, at that level and my wife <laughs> oh, she killed me sometimes but I, I am OCD about certain I mean it has to be perfect the, the layout of certain, something has to be so specific that it's the only way I could function sometimes <laughs> so getting myself in the zone I mean I think there's I probably divide that into two two separate things. There's the mental approach, yes. uh, or emotional approach, and also the physical approach of the environment that you're in. Uh, I'm not lucky enough to have a kind of a, a standalone studio to to paint in. That'll come down the line, but uh, <laughs> when I make my millions, but when 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 it's when I when I'm gonna kind of getting ready to paint something now. I mean unfortunately there's just so many moving parts at home and it's it's you know it is what it is family life work etc etc i have to have a moment of just absolute calm and there's nothing on the cards for four five six hours there's just nothing happening so if there's a morning or a day or an evening or whatever it might be i'll have to have that time where there's nothing happening i'll get everything out i have this massive massive orange chest under the stairs at home stuffed with paint and brushes and rollers and random pieces of wood and cardboard whatever so sponges whatever i can find that i kind of will go oh that could be that could be useful for something that i'll kind of use to to just kind of create something with um and then once that's kind of once that box is ticked of having everything the right way everything's out of the orange box and i've picked what i'm going to do and whatever it might be then there's the kind of, I suppose I've already I've already kind of gotten myself somewhat in the mood at that point, so I kind of know that I'm, yeah, gonna get creative something, but music's a massive part. Dude, like music's just a, a, a big, massive, massive part of it. If, if if there wasn't music playing in the background, I couldn't paint. What kind of music? Um, anything. Anything. Well, not anything. Sorry, not anything. Uh, that would it would depend on the day. rock music is probably my go-to thing. Being a drummer, I might listen to something specifically for the drums. Could be jazz, could be blues, could be reggae music. It could be a mix of everything. It could be classical. <laughs> it could like it could, it could be some random orchestral piece of music that's a, co you, a cover you, of a metal band. It could be absolutely anything. You, you hit know? the playlist. And you just put random, or you say uh, today's. I feel like I'm gonna listen to Mozart and paint. Uh, both. Yeah. So, sometimes I just let it play. Uh, put it. Thank you, Spotify. Just put on some random, <laughs> some some random selection that it's made for me. Like, great, happy days. And uh, other times, I'll, I may be in a in the car driving, whatever a song will come on, or it could be listening to something and kind of go, oh, that's interesting. And again, that that might spark something. So this is what I'm saying, like about yeah. about, about a piece of music or something, or even words in a song, or, or just a, a, a snippet of a song, even and just the kind of different chords that are used or whatever progression of, of, of music or instruments is being used and it just it sometimes just sparks something and I, again i'll kind of i'll end up seeing something in color i'll, I'll hear something in color and just see something and kind of make a little mental note i'll know what the song is i'll save it and like it and yeah, put yeah. it in a box and go great there's me 
inspiration box now and then at some point then when I, whenever I'm kind of going to sit down or, or stand and paint it'll, I'll, I'll put the headphones on push play and kind of let it roll you have your pieces ab- abstract yeah they're beautiful I Thank love you. it you have as well some of them with images yeah they're more figurative yeah yes yeah. Uh, which one you think is more easy for you to to deliver and what are you trying to explain in those moments you is more tangible an interesting question the the abstract side of things i mean the, the the complete abstract side of things is probably easier for me to deliver but there's more of a thought process probably goes into it beforehand mm-hmm. because choosing colors if there's a particular design in the background of it I'm trying to create a depth of, of, of color that it needs to be more thought out mm-hmm versus the figurative pieces or kind of abstract figuratism in that element of it i mean it's there's 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 a little bit more structure already applied because it will always start with a drawing there's always a base drawing under it um which is very structured i mean there's a couple of pieces that are coming to mind i mean there's a incredible artist that i absolutely adore called joseph lee you should check him out he's absolutely incredible he can, he's just his, his he just has this amazing approach of, of 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 faces it's just all faces no explicit definition of a nose or an eye but so in some of them are but no, typically no no real kind of um use of of, of sp- particular structures on the face or yes. lips or, or cheekbones or eyebrows whatever it might be but there's <clears> just the perfect kind of outline of the face that he's drawn and this is one of the pieces I've done you'll see it on Instagram that kind of thing but it's just it's looking at a woman's face from a distance and you can kind of see the highlight of the cheekbone as the face is kind of turned to the to the to the right and movement of color then and kind of movement of the paint in a way that it creates the natural structure of the of of the the jawline for example uh the shape of the hair at the back of the head I, I've more of these coming as well so I suppose I've kind of answered it in a way that there's more of them coming, which means that for me they're just so so much more difficult to deliver because there's a longer process to them. I have yes. to I have to I have to have the time to actually sit down with a pencil and actually draw something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of go right, okay, here we go. Versus okay, right. I have I have a, I have a base color. Brilliant. Let's move with that. Great. Let's choose these colors. Get this palette together get everything out get brushes get different utensils whatever i might be using and kind of go with it and I, I might have a rough plan in my head of where i'm going with it and then it will shift into place and i'll go great we're there nearly versus figurative figurative which is just i have to i have to sit down and draw something if it's the face i'll have to sit down i'll have to play with it i won't like where i've put kind of the the, the jawline i'll have to move it I won't like wearing full accents with the hair and little flicks of, of different things. I'll have to rub it out. I'll have to do it again. And then I'm like, right, now we paint this. And now we do this. <laughs> and then there's that kind of thing. So it's probably it's probably twofold. That's the question. There's two Whoa. sides. One of them one of them is easier and one of them is not. I see. But they're both a... difficult at their own right. <laughs> uh, yes. I don't know, you know. It, it does. For me as a chef, I see as a, the layers of flavors. Hmm. When I'm delivering food, I want when you're eating that that's me if you're eating and next to you and it's something i won't describe uh you will see oh you, you're eating that you're feeling the note in the front 
here you start to get the umami in the back and that will just explode the flavor afterwards you know i already think in my head how i would design the food to heat the note in the back mm. a good example my, my cousin was here this weekend mm. and then uh, we have a dish in brazil called feijoada cool. it's black beans too but here at home we try to make plant-based okay. everything so uh i couldn't deliver that feijoada is basically like a pork right. uh stew in beans so the flavor how are you gonna do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh i know how to do it mm -hmm. so i did it Great. so i did it all plant base okay. and then i said you're gonna taste feijoada in those beans mm -hmm. and he looked at me and said how yeah. i said hold on there yeah. yeah so <laughs> As I was cooking, I was doing the, the layers, and he came to me and said, why you don't put in a pressure cooker the beans? And then we do that. I said, and then you will not have the flavor. Mm -hmm. You need to cook slowly for four hours. Ta -ta 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 -ta. Yeah. And long story short, I made it. He had... Blue, you could see... Right, like, boom! Really? boom. <laughs> the, it's the same with art. As I said, I like to go and see an artist and see the layers. And then I love what you're saying, like, oh, I need to do this and that. Sometimes what I miss in galleries sometimes is like a description saying how the artist thought about that. Mm. You know, like to see the layers. I, I think so interesting to be in somebody else's brain. Yep. I'm weird. I like to go to somebody else's brain and understand how you thought because the way you see the world is not the same way I see the yeah, world. Absolutely. And I think that's so important mm. uh, to see uh, through other, other people's lenses. Mm -hmm. Ah, is like oh, completely. It's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, completely. Like, as you said, sometimes you need to uh, deliver uh, an art or a piece. Let's say I want to commission a piece from you. Mm. How you build the layers with so many restraints and put your taken? Because sometimes I feel it's just somebody wants something mm. and they can't do it and they go through a, an artist to do it. I mean, do pe sorry, on, do yeah, people sorry. Li limit you or is like, okay, that's my guidelines, you do whatever you want? Uh, yes and no. Uh, there has to be a trust Yeah. on their part in me. <clears throat> but there's a responsibility that I have as well, I think, to get as much information out of them in terms of what they want, why they want it. What they, as I said before, what they want, what they saw in something else that they really liked, and and if it was something specific, if there was a stylistic approach within it that drew them to it, or if it was the colors, it, 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 do you know what I mean? Yes. There's, there's more questions there than just a kind of a. You like that one, grand? I'll just do that one again because they're all completely different. You know, like I don't have any prints of any of my pieces, and I suppose when all this started, um, I'll come back to your question. When all of this started, it was just for fun. I mean. Yeah, I have to be. I have to be very careful with that as well because it has to keep being fun. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It, it has yes. to keep being. Fun. I mean, I love it and I and I'll always do it, but it has to be fun. I have to get something out of it, and that might be selfish. But if I'm not getting something out of it, emotionally, create creatively, like there's just no point in me doing it. So it has to be. It's not. It, I'm, I suppose the point I'm making is that I'm not just doing it to sell them just so I can make loads of money. It it has to be fulfilling for me yes. in a way you know so when when I'm talking to someone about a commission um, best example is probably the probably one of the most recent ones I did I mean it was very much 
lots of things came into play. The shape came into play. The shape of the canvas, I mean, the size of it was was a big yeah. thing. Um, so I mean, the bigger the piece, the more freedom I suppose you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a very daunting factor that you've got lots more space to fit as well, in a way. <laughs> so you have to you have to think about it in that sense. So the the the, the location of the piece where when it was going to be hanging was a massive factor. Uh, the color profile again, the colors that were used were 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 a massive factor for the person. Um, the area around the pe- the piece was quite blank, which was great. So it kind of whatever whatever was developed was going to have was going to be able to pop. So for me, it kind of really wanted it to be able to pop and not just kind of blend into the background of things. And ultimately, where they have it now, I mean, it, it hangs in it on, a, on a beautiful piece. As soon as you basically walk into the house, it's one of the first things you see, and it just it just pops straight at you. And it makes you think, and I think in a way, it kind of, it kind of I mean, it, it makes you interpret something differently in that space. Then, you know, because you walk in, we all have stuff in our house. We've all got things, and and when you when you, you I think you can learn a lot about somebody when you when you walk into their house and you kind of look at something. They might have a picture on the wall, depending on the wall, and you can gain from something like, oh, they 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 think outside the box on th- something here. There's 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 color here. I mean, like look at all the lovely things you have around us here. Like, I mean, there's this, there's a, there's a I mean that image of Paris there. I mean, it's just. There's so much pop and color. That tells yeah. that tells an awful lot of it. Yes. Do you yes. know what I mean? So to go back to the to ultimately the question, when you're doing a commission piece, there's two factors to it. You're yeah. you're, you're 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 trying to balance it somewhere in the middle. Um, you're taking everything you possibly can and giving the client what they want. Yes. But they have to have a, a, a trust and an understanding in you as well that it's you're gonna have to allow some element of creativity in it. <laughs> Because yes. that's what it's all about, basically, you know. <laughs> yeah, that that's what people are going after. Yeah, you know, like your creativity, and then what do you produce? Mm. Not. It's so daunting as well. I mean, there's Jesus. It doesn't matter how many times you do it. I mean, somebody will come to you and say they want to commission a piece, and you go, "Great, excellent, thank you. I'm so glad you like what I do." But you're absolutely shitting yourself when you're giving it. <laughs> going, oh God, I hope they like it. You know. Yes. They, you know, you're just you're hoping like. Thankfully, they do. Like, <laughs> it's it's yet, very but... difficult to get people to, um, how can I say, uh, art to be uh, accessible. You know, because people sometimes look and say, oh, yeah, I want to have, a, here, probably I need to film that and put in the, in the, in the video. Like, yeah. it's all local artists, yeah. all of that. Yeah. That guy's from Rio de Favela, that's in Paris. Yeah. Okay, that's a printed, yeah. but not cheap. Yeah. Uh, that's fine, you know, like that's a little bit more high street, but the other ones, the guys need to leave from that. Mm. You have families, you have your bills to pay, etc. So, art is not cheap. Sure. You know, like you can't mass produce art. This is and quality, quantity over quality is a factor. With yes. Everything, I think. But yeah, and, sorry. And uh, <clears throat> it's, no, no, it's okay. It's like you said before, like you you made the painting. People want exactly that one. Mm. You know, sometimes you get the home run. They like you. Just we need to literally scan it, print it, and sure. sell like IKEA. Sure. Yeah. That's the only way to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you see in the, in the large scale, yeah. or you get really getting the taste of everyone that with loads of they have loads of money, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, sure. You know, but it's still not accessible for the everyday person. Mm. I, I'm, 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 I'm lucky in that sense that this, I mean, this isn't, this, 
my my art isn't the bread and butter yeah of my life i mean i have my i, ha- I have a business and i have I, i'm an acupuncturist and a sports massage therapist and that's, yeah. that's 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 my business that pays the bills very very simply and then i'm very lucky that i'm obviously my own boss so i can decide oh i'm not going to work on thursday or i am going to work on thursday or yeah. whatever it might be i you know book my own time off on holidays and that's 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 it so i'm lucky in that in that sense and then I suppose with with that with with, with my art, it's kind of moved into a, a, a second business in a way, completely unintentionally, um, and in terms of accessibility, because it's not the bread and butter, and it was just something that kind of sparked again in me that enabled me to kind of um, get painting again, and you know you'd sell a piece and it provides you. I suppose my, my mentality of it it was it was providing me with the ability to kind of put it back in to the business if you will that I could buy more canvases I could buy more paint because Jesus Christ it, it's they, they're not it's not cheap yes. it's just it is uh, people don't understand that like it is just it's so expensive to produce a piece of art <laughs> you know just I mean just one tube of particular good acrylic paint is just is, is just so expensive and, and For- then the canvases and from where you get your paintings uh the tubs and stuff i get i get stuff oh, i get i get a mix, yeah, i use a mixture of art shops to yeah. with you. Yeah. again like the price of canvases was, was going up and down completely so i won't name any particular shops but there's oh, yeah, particular there's particular places you can get them and they'll do the job they're a bit shit yeah so you have to question but your art will not last longer as well true exactly that that's you know? what people don't understand like if you buy uh, uh, shit you're gonna get in a couple of years time you look and say that that's cracking yeah you know that's not good yeah. you know like it, it's the same with the canvas if it's not properly uh, uh sanded and exactly. treated yeah. Yeah. you will not have a good art sure. in a couple of years time i mean i don't like I, i don't know who said it and lots of people say it all the time like but like art art is a is a or a piece of art is an investment yes you know and and <laughs> people have joked with me in the past where like when I started doing some of these they were like oh Jesus yeah I'll definitely buy one now when they're cheap because in 10 years time I'll be able to sell them for loans and I'm like man alright thanks very much but art is an investment you know I mean I, I have some stuff hanging at home and they've they've hung on the same wall for years and years and years because I love looking at them still and they're, yeah. they hang there and in a lovely way I'll still look at them sometimes or I might sit in a different place in the sitting room and see it from a different light and go, Jesus, that looks really good from here or whatever it might be. So art's an investment, you know, you have to, but again though, yes, it's an investment, but I, I don't want it, I don't want what I do to be completely inaccessible either. You know, I want people to be able to enjoy it. Then that, like, I suppose I, I want to be able to transfer that enjoyment factor, uh, the, uh, as much enjoyment as I get by creating them. I want people to be able to get that same enjoyment by having them yes to look at and have in their home and to create that pop of color or that you know calmness in a particular place you know like i so like i randomly had a guy uh message me um who lives in italy lives in rome this is the power of social media as well and yeah oh that's a, Jesus n- n- no borders you know and like particularly you have like well yeah I've always, i always look at look at these things with caution kind of go is this person real are they an actual human being you know, <laughs> yeah. what's going on how do they want to pay for it blah 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 blah, blah. Um, but uh, this guy just he saw he saw this piece on Instagram um, 
and it was kind of all to do with water and, and, and movement of, of kind of waves and stuff like that and coral and kind of those kind of pops of colour in that way and it's seemingly wherever he lives in Italy is kind of like that or there's that those those colours are there and he was just so amazed by the fact that he was able to just pop onto Instagram one day and whatever algorithm it used thank you Instagram it just pushed it somewhere and he saw it and he messaged me he was just like this is incredible like how much is this what what how do we how do we do this what's 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 the process what's happening yeah blah 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 sorted everything out sent to got a courier to to rome um he collected it sent me a picture and it's hanging up on his sitting room wall overlooking my balcony place and it's just wow. it gives me so much happiness that that's over there and he's getting the same um feeling the same joy yeah. it, like you know and it's just that moment it's, just, it's such a humbling thing when someone looks yeah. at something you make same with food I mean like someone someone you give someone a plate of food and they will fall in love with it yeah. and then fall in love with you because you made it and it's just there's, there's a lovely feeling that you get by being able to provide someone that feeling you know the part of the accessibility I was asking is how people like yourself and other artists uh, they don't have much open space in the galleries yeah. I, I don't see much of that like you go to Marion Square it's beautiful there every single weekend and see the artists trying yeah. to uh, okay they're selling their pieces there but mm-hmm. to find a place would be easier to see it like now in the, the food scenery in, in Ireland you're seeing probably in the next couple of years we'll pop something mm-hmm. like getting a warehouse where everyone can actually go and make their food sure, there yeah. you know like yeah. you find in Netherlands the food Holland mm-hmm. you find in other places in continental Europe you would have a space they would actually hang in the public space yeah. for uh, the everyday person to go and enjoy mm-hmm. a painting yeah. like yourself your your paintings sure. because uh, as I said before it's not it's not cheap to produce, number one. And it's not every day somebody will be able to buy a painting cost 300, 400 euros. Yeah. You know, like, they, they look and say, oh, it's too much money. But, like, uh, you know how much just costs the canvas? <laughs> like, a meter, square meter of canvas is a lot of money. Sure, yeah. I think, that, like, in terms of accessibility, what, I, what I've found is that it's... There's been a massive response, uh, I suppose, to my art. In, 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 in that I've had lots of people contacting me um, about putting things in particular places as I say mm-hmm. back like the gallery bought, bought the piece then lent it to, to, to the restaurant they have it hanging in the restaurant now and with that that brought some certain little things for me personally yeah. because that happened but aside from that there are things like what you were saying actually mm-hmm. out there like like that, that, that place in, in, in different parts of Europe where you could do it I mean have to be honest with you instagram has just been an incredible platform for oh yeah for me to be honest um there's 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 something there's there's a there's a um a profile um on instagram called artists of dublin everyone should check them out um but the girl uh, behind it Saoirse, like she she's she's she just tries to promote as much as she can completely for free wow and she does it all by herself in her spare time and she just does it just to be nice <laughs> and I mean there's thousands of followers on the page and she just basically posts each individual's um, art and a piece about them I have something coming out on Wednesday I think the 22nd um, 
and when, when, when people go and look at it they'll see that it's very much just a platform or a page on a platform that's being used to to just try and promote people and there are artists up there from all different aspects of art i mean th there's just, just everything absolutely everything there's photography up there as well there's filmmaking so like anything that's in any way kind of creative in, in within within a certain uh, within some respect it's up there and she's doing that completely for free and i saw something else there's there's another 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 page on instagram that are kind of using um their presence on instagram to be able to have someone like me get in touch with them and say i'm happy to give you these three pieces for two months to put somewhere and businesses are then in touch with them as well and say yeah we need stuff for our walls we can't afford to buy them so yeah, yeah we'll take them off your hands and we'll hang them there and we both get something so like there's those little things that are happening you know um what else is there i mean there are i mean there are, there's there's some funding and stuff you can get as well but i mean yeah you have to go down that road <laughs> i know that's great <laughs> no, it's good road, it's know? good to people uh, that uh, people are doing that mm. They're getting uh, accessing in that way because yeah. it's good to support you, the other artists, mm. and what's going on around. You yeah, know, like absolutely. it's very important. Markets are always a good place as well. Yes, you know? markets yes. are always good. You know, craft markets and stuff like that. I mean, if I mean, especially around Christmas time, I I, I was never really sure about it. it. Wasn't really what I wanted to do, but I, I had a friend who was running a market, and I got convinced into it in a way, and I did. I did the market, and Jesus Christ, it was so successful and oh, wow okay this is unusual and maybe the timing of the year was better than others i mean it was november early november it's coming up towards christmas time people were thinking out of the box they were like oh i could i could, I could really sort sort of present out here yeah, in a yeah. Way. so maybe that was something to do with it but you know through 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 using through doing that that market there was loads of social media presence then around that and the organizer took the images and she put them around the place and kind of spread the word out there a little bit and so many people looked at it and kind of you know came on board with it and like with social media you know yourself the more people you have kind of looking at you the better oh yes you know that's what you, you know you have to put yourself out there you have to be visible like <laughs> i i never i had what was it i did i had some pieces done somebody saw one somebody saw one. somebody saw one and um they were like geez that's really good I was like, ah, thanks, man. Yeah, Grant, move on. Let's go. <laughs> and then they were like, no, that really is really good. They're like, okay. I was like, thank you. I really appreciate it. I was like, do you want it? Like, what do you <laughs> thanks. And um, time went on, did some more pieces, and then somebody else saw one, and and they were like, you really, you really do need to like put these out there. Like, they're really good. And I was just like, yeah, okay. And I did, and you know. The, the, the response was just crazy and like people sharing things and just moving things and pushing things and I suppose forcing it at people sometimes by just sharing everything that you, yeah. you had to put up you know so I don't know in terms of accessibility and stuff like that there are there are definitely ways you have to think outside the box sometimes on them yeah maybe you do have to give a piece away you know lend it to somewhere um, you know be ballsy go in somewhere ask them if they want a piece ask them if they'll hang something somewhere um, I've done that yes. people have taken them you know just something to no, it, more you know? out there better yeah you yeah know? you know people see your art and they will look at it mm -hmm. saw something similar yeah oh it's the same artist mm -hmm. and then that creates the the yeah. like the the feeling like 
I really like those arts. Mm. I, I want one. Yeah. You know, I mean, like talking to people and being around people is, is a key as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, I, I had a really, I think I mentioned it earlier on, a really productive meeting with a guy who I used to know years and years ago in hospitality. And like, again, I put it up on Instagram and he messaged me and he said, wow, I didn't know you painted. And I was just like, yeah. I didn't do there really great happy days here we go and he said you know I'd love, to, I'd love to meet you for a coffee and I didn't really understand his full background at the time but upon meeting him and really understanding his background I mean he knows a lot about the world of art and has yeah. been in it for a very long time Wow! and gave some really really good advice and tips and where to do things and how to how to approach people yeah. you know like even um, uh, what you call them um, interior design companies who need art for walls in houses they'll like yeah. they, they'll, they'll go in and they'll they'll decorate a room or decorate a house so that other companies can take the photos and try and sell the house but they need art for oh yes so uh, he was like you know contact them i was like that's a great idea never thought of that and little things like that you can do to push you know and try and get yourself out there you know and really push it because i had no i had no i had no intention of putting my <laughs> art out there not at all. And what what we should be expecting from you now in the future? What what's next? I am just letting it roll. <laughs> I'm just letting it roll. Part of my mission for this year was to just let it roll, go where it goes. I'm not pushing too hard. I'm just letting it do its thing. You know, it's great doing this with you. Thank you. You know, um, as I said, that's uh, these little these little small things that on Instagram are happening. I've uh, I've I've an inclusion in a in a magazine coming out um on the first of April, um, it's actually produced in the states and it comes out in Chicago, and they sell a couple of thousand copies every month apparently. Wow! Um, and they have a digital thing as well, so like all this is visible on the Instagram stuff and my website and stuff like that. So, honestly, man, I'm just letting it roll. I'm That's not, great. Not doing too much mad stuff. I've no mad plans. I'm not taking over the world. I'm just letting it roll. <laughs> just letting it go where it goes. Dermot, it was lovely to have you here. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you very much as well for our sponsor Today's today. Sponsor is Foodcast. Do you want to promote your brand or product in an effective way, direct to our public? Check our website, social media, and all products and services we provide. Contact us for more information. This is Foodcast, where you promote your brand and How more. How people can reach out to you? The best way to reach out to you? Best way is probably Instagram, to be honest. Um, it's uh, dermot.jewel.artist on Instagram. The website is there. It's dermotjewel.com. Um, it's temporary at the minute. Again, another thing I've been thrown into. Someone said, you really need a website. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, okay. So there's like a, a crappy temporary one up there while a group of professional people actually build a proper one. Um, so yeah, those, those two things are the main ones. That's great. Everything, all the information here in the bio, guys. And thank you very much to watch or listen to Foodcast. Don't forget to smash that like, follow, and share button. This is Foodcast, where you watch your or listen your podcast and more.